Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thank you everyone for tuning in to another Detroit Lions post-game coverage episode. If you are from Detroit, if you're a Lions fan, really hope you're enjoying the coverage brought to you by Tea Time Reports on this great team. This is a great team. This is the best team they've had in a long time. Um, we came away with the Week 1 victory over Kansas City. And in our season opener at home, we fell short. And, you know... It's one of those things where <sighs> Seattle's a good team. Their their defense is young, high-powered, flying all over the ball. Their offense is poised. It's led well. That organization is very stable, and it has been for a long time. And I'm not going to take any disrespect away from them, because I did. I, I did disrespect them. I said, both their starting tackles are out. Let's, let's wreak havoc. We're going to have a field day, and we didn't. Our offense was stellar. Our offense was stellar. Jared Goff had a great, efficient day other than that pick six, um, which, again, people can blame him for losing the game. But in all honesty, they forced the ball. Um, they forced Seattle to punt with three minutes left. Jared let him down to tie the game. Came down to OT. They scored first. Um, but going through the Detroit Lions stats in this loss, again, it was 37-31. Uh, to The Lions lost by six points in overtime. Jared Goff was 22 of 35, 62.9% completion, 253 yards with a 7.2 average, 33 passing yard. Uh, his longest throw of the night from him was 33 yards. He had. Oh, am I? Uh, pardon me. This is not the. I got to go to the actual game. That's my bad. Uh, let me click on the game here. Go to the box score. That was his week one stat. But in this game, he was 28 of 35, 323 passing yards with an average of 9.2. Uh, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, he was His QBR was 79, uh, quarterback rating of 121.8. Very, very good. Geno Smith was 32 of 41, 328 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. Uh, was only sacked once, so where was our defensive pressure all game? It's a massive question we need to ask ourselves. Uh, Kenneth Walker had a field day on us. DK Metcalf really thrived. Only had six catches, but 75 yards is pretty good with an average of 12.5. So we're giving up those intermediate throws. Amon Ra had a great game. Six catches, 102 yards. Josh Reynolds, five catches, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Khalif Raymond, two catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Sam Laporta, five catches, 63 yards, Another big game from the rookie. Um, when it came to rushing, uh, David Montgomery, 16 carries, 16, uh, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Jameer Gibbs, 7 carries, 17 yards, no touchdowns. Khalif Raymond, 1 rush for 11 yards. Craig Reynolds, 3 rushes for 7 yards. Um, we just need more out of our rush attack. On average, it was 3.8. It's not good. 102 total yards and 27 carries. That's okay, but the, the average needs to be up. Um... David Montgomery lost a fumble, and Amon Ra did lose a fumble, so that didn't help us either. <clears throat> CJ Gardner, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> CJ Gardner Johnson had a really good game. Um, eight total tackles, seven solo. Jerry Jacobs had eight total tackles, six solo. Kirby Joseph, seven total tackles. Um, only one sack from Alex Anzalone, uh, and, and a TFL as well, with a QB hit. Just not much from our defense. It really didn't. Uh, it didn't amount to us stopping this offense, which 
it still shows we're capable of... I mean, we put up 31 points in a loss. That's a tough game to win, no matter what you say. But uh, I'm, I'm confident in our offense still, but our defense kind of resorted back to last year. We could not stop the run. Kenneth Walker had 43 rushing yards and two touchdowns on 17 carries. Geno Smith had three carries for 20 yards. Zach Charbonnet had four carries for 16 yards. And DJ Dallas had... DJ Dallas had one carry for three yards. So they didn't really do better than us at rushing, but they got two touchdowns out of their rushing group, and that really helps. Um, Geno had two touchdowns in a clean game. Wasn't really pressing the ball downfield. His QB rating was only 116. I say only, but Jared Goff did have a better game overall other than that pick six, but he was sacked more. Jared Goff was hit seven times, but sacked twice. Um, and, and Geno Smith was only sacked once. So one of those things where... Our defense really needed to step up and you know make a play, and they just they got the stops, but they just didn't make the right you know they didn't make that turnover that we really needed. They didn't create any kind of big momentum shifting play to kind of keep Seattle at bay. And Seattle came back and they're fighting and they're still a good team and I, I believe in them this year obviously, but I think in general I'm a little more you know obviously humbled as a Lions fan. But I do want to see some more production out of our defense. Emmanuel Mosley is going to be very, very nicely welcomed into the starting lineup. Josh Pascal was missed. Uh, I really hope that we're able to kind of rebound in week three and make correct adjustments. And just as long as Goff plays like he did and continues to play like he has already, I think that their offense is going to be fine because they have the proper weapons. Him and Josh Reynolds have a chemistry. Amon Ra is a dog. I think that's okay for now until we get Jameson Williams in to kind of put us over the edge. But our defense in this game really let me down more than anything. Uh, I really wish that we could have really kind of pummeled them a little more. Just, you know, both of their starting tackles missed the game. I just really wish we saw some more production out of our defensive line in general. Um, It just really was a bad day for the Detroit Lions as a whole team. Uh, They should have won this game. But... I'm not going to sit there and say Seattle's a slouch anymore. They made me respect them in this game, and I bit my words. And I I do respect Pete Carroll. I always will. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame head coach. Um, But Seattle really came out to play, and they have our number since last year. They've beaten us twice in two years. We really need to, uh, you know, get a hold on that team. Jared had a good game, though. You know, Jared had a really nice game, three touchdown passes, over 300 yards, and over 120 QBR rating. I believe that he is their guy to come forward, but he really needed the defense to step up so that the offense could have made a slower drive, you know, relied on the rushing game more, eaten up the clock, uh, but they weren't able to do that. There was an, This was another shootout that our defense was not able to slow down, and it just didn't result in the W for us, but sometimes last year it did. So let's hope that, you know, going forward we can win these games. Um, now that I'm looking at, stats and stuff let's go in and look at um what their week three schedule is um they're going to be playing the atlanta falcons who are undefeated so in this game we're really going to need our defense to step up when it comes to stopping the rush attack Bajan robinson might have a field day on us they also have a nice solid backup in tyler algier but they also have a poised quarterback in Desmond Ritter who you know can make the throws that he needs to and play within the system. I'm excited for that game especially, but I really do believe that we can get to the quarterback. We will make a rebound appearance. Um, I believe we're at home again. Um, 
But again, we'll cover more of this, you know, kind of game against the Falcons in the power rankings episode when we do the predictions and stuff. But um, no, as far as right now, two weeks into the season, I'm I sh- I was shown that the Lions can win against elite clubs like the Chiefs in gritty games, and then they were also able to score high in a loss, but. Their defense is still a little lackluster in some of those big moments, especially at corner. Um, that's our biggest issue right now. Brian Branch had a good game. Um, really wish that we get to see more Jameer Gibbs. I know that's a thing that I've been hearing a lot of gripes about. They're not giving him a lot of the workload, which I kind of respect. Um, as just an avid football fan, especially of this team, you don't want to run him into the ground too early in the season. See what you can get out of David Montgomery taking like 70% of the, you know, the touches and, and, you know, get production that way and then hope that Jameer can come in for a nice explosive run. Uh, he wasn't able to get one of those this game. Seattle does have a very, very solid defense, obviously led by a defensive head coach and Pete Carroll, whose defensive, got, whose defensive mind got him to two Super Bowls. He was able to win one against the probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time in Peyton Manning. Um, so this is a guy I respect. This is a guy that obviously knows the game like the back of his hand. And, uh, you know, he came to play against Dan Campbell and obviously outcoached him. And in every aspect of the game, I imagine Seattle played better. But on the stat sheet, it showed that we had better receivers, you know, better quarterback play, but we just weren't able to capitalize on defensive stops and a turnover of our own. Um, but again, that comes down to the fact that, in my personal opinion, uh, Seattle has all of their corners are probably better than ours besides Brian Branch. He might have upside to be better than some of those guys, but as of right now, Tariq Woolen, you know, Kobe Bryant, Devin Witherspoon, some of those guys, and they're just good. You know, that's a good, well-put-together defense with a good front four, and they're, they always come out to be competitive in play. They're, they're not a slouch. Um, Geno Smith has kind of brought stability to this organization where they can actually focus on making plays on defense and and getting talent in around Geno, and then you know maybe one day soon we'll see Geno kind of take the back seat again. But um, this was a tough, tough game for for the Lions for sure. Uh, I have hope going forward. Obviously, 31 points, I'll take that. Um, obviously, I wanted the W, but I saw some flashes of stuff that we could really use. Uh, there was some some fucking lasers from Goff all game. I mean, he diced that defense up. Just that one play, that one pick six, that was just rough. Um, hell of a play. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, in my opinion, this this offense is going to be ready to go with anyone else in the league. Um, and we we saw that beat the number one former champions of last year, uh, the Chiefs, and obviously they won a very nice, like a very hard fought game, but like a nice, high scoring game that you like to see. Um, it just really showed and mirrored on our defense more than anything. We did not create pressure. Our corners, you know, played okay but not when we needed them to elevate the defense at, at its you know most important time. Um, really wish we could have got the stop on OT, but uh, you know at the end of the day this was a this was a very good game fought by two really good teams, and I think you know we might have to see this team in the playoffs. So I hope that Ben Johnson and Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn those guys got their fucking their notes right, their play calls right for next time we potentially see this team. I'm going to grab a little sip of my beverage here. This uh, Zephyr Hills water. But no, in general, I, I believe that the Lions will be able to come against the Falcons with with some some spark to them. You know, they don't want to go one and two. You can't go one and two in that division. 
It's going to be very hard fought in the middle to the end of the season. Um, the Bears don't look that good. The Packers look a little rusty, a little weird. Um, and obviously the Vikings are the Vikings. They're 0-2 as well. So the Lions really need to elevate, go 2-1, and you know, beat the Falcons. You know, let's, let's get on a little roll here and not go win-loss, 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 win-win-win-loss, loss, win-win, you know. Because that's what fucked us last year. We lost against Carolina last year in like week 13, and that's what fucked us. That's why we couldn't get into the playoffs, despite the Seattle win or not. We could have been in like a week or two earlier based on the standings, but it was one of those things. But I really do believe this is the year for them to finally get to the playoffs, maybe get a playoff win. I would love to see that for this uh, city and this team, um, especially Dan Campbell, who is honestly the superstar of this club. Um, and I really firmly believe that the Detroit Lions will come out against the Atlanta Falcons. And I'll go ahead and talk about this game. Well, again, we have to run contain. We're going to have to load the box. We're going to have to put pressure on Desmond Ritter. We're going to want him to throw the ball. That's what we're going to want. If you're a Lions fan, you want Desmond Ritter to throw the ball. And they still have weapons on the outside. Drake London is a good receiver. Uh, Kyle Pitts is a playmaker when he has the ball in his hand, but he just rarely gets it. I really think that this is going to be a game where if we actually can slow down the run, we can come out and win by 14, maybe even 15 points. But if they start controlling possession, start controlling the clock, start running down our throats literally in quarter two when our defense is already gassed, I'm not going to expect us to win because we've seen this last year. Our rush defense was horrible. We couldn't tackle. We couldn't get in the gaps. We couldn't literally prevent anyone from walking five yards. Six yards, seven yards, bro. Like, Rashad Penny converted like a third and 23 on us last year, bro, on on the ground. So it's one of those things where it's like we really need to showcase our new weaponry. I hope Josh Pascal will be healthy healthy for this game, but I need David Houston, uh, James Houston, and uh, Aline McNeil, and Isaiah Bugs, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, all these guys to step up to the plate here and put on a performance against this team. Because they're undefeated right now, but we got to knock them down to earth a little bit. That's what we really need to do. And don't get me wrong, I'm scared of them because their rush attack looks very deadly. And like I was saying, if you control the if you control the clock in this game, you can manage the whole game and play it at your pace. If you run the clock down, if you have a seven-minute drive in the first quarter, that other team's going to want to try and score a little faster so they can get back get the ball back, you know, before halftime at that rate. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's one of those things where it's a whole thought process. It's a chess game that coaches have to play against each other and honestly against time. And I think that if we're able to dominate not only time of possession, but if we're able to manage to get one turnover to kind of decrease momentum and tempo in their offense, I think we'll be able to stop it. Their defense, on the other hand, it's a little below average on paper, but they've been playing well. They have. They've been playing well this year, so you know maybe they're going to be an overachieving team, which I can see. But at the end of the day, I firmly believe that our offense is going to be able to overwhelm that defense, and if anything, it will be another high-scoring matchup, like 28-24, to 24, you know, 31-28, to 28, something like that. But I think the Lions should come out on top here. I think Jared Goff's going to have another good game, probably over 300 yards, probably probably two or three touchdowns. I think Amon Ra's going to grab one. I think Josh Reynolds is going to grab one. And I think Sam Laporta is going to get his first career NFL touchdown. So I just really hope that we're able to see that kind of offense develop again against you know a semi-good opponent. I'm not saying Seattle wasn't, but... You know, they're 1-1, one one. Atlanta's undefeated still for a reason, so 
we have to really set our sights towards this Atlanta team and really kind of focus in on how to run contain, how to be able to efficiently throw the short pass game to eat up clock, and to utilize Jameer Gibbs against this kind of below average front seven that Atlanta's been feeling. On paper, it is below average, but honestly, their production shows otherwise. So we'll see what we can do here, but I really think that David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs should have a decent day, and I really believe, I really believe this, that one of our receivers is going to expose something on that defense because they don't have the best defense or the best players all around. It is kind of a bend-don't-break kind of thing going on there, but they, they don't really create much pressure, um, especially against our O-line. I'm not really scared. We have probably the top three O-line in the league. But we really need to be able to not only protect protect Goff, but we need to manage the play-action game and get the rush game going as quick as possible in the first quarter. Take a big shot, take some nice runs, get Jameer involved, get him in the end zone, you know, and then the, the things will start going our way. We need to get more of our rookies more involved, even more than we've seen them. Sam Laporta has been a phenomenal addition to this team. He's been an efficient tight end in the blocking scheme, as well as in the short pass game. Five catches, I, I like that. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be upset about that. I think he has like 11 catches total in two games. That's fucking good for a rookie tight end. He's figuring things out. He knows, he knows the offense. He, he him and Goff are mending well. That's good. And I want to see that even more against against this Atlanta defense because I feel like the tight end position might be an outlier in this game. And obviously, I think it will probably come down to a turnover or two. Obviously, whoever wins the turnover battle wins the game. That's the NFL's recipe. But in my opinion, I think the Lions can come out here, probably put up 28 points, and come away with a victory. You just got to really try and force Desmond Ritter to throw that ball, put it in his hands, put the game in his hands, take it out of Bajan and Tyler Algier's hands, put it in Desmond Ritter's hands. I'm high on Desmond Ritter. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he has the potential to be. But I think, I think in this particular game, I think we should be able to come out on top. I really do. I really do. And obviously the Packers looked really bad. They looked good at the start, but then they just sold the bag at the end of the game and Atlanta won. And they're on a hot streak, man. They, 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 have, they have some momentum on their side. And we gotta, we got to be eerie of that just for the main fact of emotion. Emotion is what led us to 9-8 and eight last year. We we're a gritty team with a, with a lot of fire under our ass because we have, they have passion. They have a lot of passion for the game. They want to get better. They want to instill a new culture. Atlanta might be in that same boat, but they're starting off hot, and it's a team coming into week three that you kind of want to be scared of, honestly. So let's hope that we can come out, we can play good ball, efficient passing game, good rushing attack, and we need to make stops on defense. We need to hit our gaps, we need to make the right tackles, we need to make the right reads. Our corners cannot sell against Desmond Ritter. They cannot do that. They literally, like, you can't. Please don't. (laughs) Cam Sutton, please. Brian Branch, please. Kirby Joseph, please. Jerry Jacobs, please. Guys, tighten up. Let's lock it down. Get a pick, maybe two, and let's win this game handedly. And maybe this defense for the Lions is the reason we win this game. Who knows? But I think it'll be a very, very interesting matchup between the Detroit Lions and the Atlanta Falcons. Both very gritty teams that rely on certain aspects of their offense to work. And I think it's kind of a kind of a really cool matchup we're getting early on. And especially because people didn't expect Atlanta to be Atlanta right now, you know. But shout out to the Falcons. You know, they're, they're, they're 2-0. They're coming in hot. But uh, shout out to the Lions. And shout out to anyone in the Detroit area. Let's go Lions. You know, anywhere around the world if you're a Lions fan. Shout out. Shout out. This is a, this is a team that's built to go now. Let's get there.
But again, thank you everyone for tuning in to this Detroit Lions Week 2 post-game episode. Really hope you all enjoyed it. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports on Instagram, Twitter slash X, Threads, TikTok, and make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel as well, at Tea Time Reports. We actually have a nice little interview coming out in the first week of October. Shout out to Brandon for getting that put together. Really appreciate all the hard work all the boys are doing. And make sure you're staying tuned throughout the week. We're going to have not only our week two recap episode, but our week two power rankings episode come out as well. Definitely some more uh, USFL offseason coverage coming out as well. Potentially some music reviews, some album reviews, uh, and a discography episode. So stay tuned. Really appreciate all the people out there downloading and supporting the podcast in any way that you can. But if you're a new listener out there, make sure you're following the show on whatever platform you're listening to this episode on right now. It's greatly appreciated and it helps the show grow, gets us out there a little more. And we're just, that's, that's the goal, you know, trying to reach as many people as we can and build a solid, friendly community to where we can all kind of openly discuss whatever we want. That's the dream. Really appreciate everyone out there for being a part of it. Take care.